May peace and blessings be upon each and every one of you. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We praise Him. We glorify Him. We seek His assistance and we seek His forgiveness. There is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And may peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, upon his family, upon his progeny, upon his companions, and upon each and every person that walks in his footsteps until the last and final day. My dear respected brothers and sisters, we as Muslims know that the Quran has been sent for our guidance. We gain inspiration and advice on every aspect of our life from our sacred scripture. This includes the rights of neighbors. Good neighborliness plays an important and crucial role in having harmonious societies. That is why God Almighty made good neighborliness a part of being a complete Muslim. In the verse that I recited earlier, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Worship Allah alone and associate none with Him. And be kind and loving to parents, relatives, orphans, the poor, the neighbors, both near and distant, close friends, needy travelers, and those bonds people in your possession. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us to have ihsan towards all of them. And God Almighty concludes the verse by saying, Surely Allah does not like whoever is arrogant and boastful. In this verse, God Almighty, after commanding us to worship Him, instructs us to have ihsan or goodness and kindness towards many groups of people including our neighbors. It is clear from the Qur'an and from the statements and the actions of the Prophet ﷺ that good neighborliness is an important aspect of our faith. The question is, how can we become ideal neighbors to those around us, both Muslims and non-Muslims? First, we start with the easiest and simplest we must smile and greet our neighbors in a pleasant manner. Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings be upon him, teaches us that a smile is an act of charity. Greeting someone with a friendly, smiling face can brighten their day. We live in a time and era of loneliness, selfishness, and self-centered mannerism. The sunnah of our beloved Prophet teaches us the opposite. We are a religion of service and friendliness. Being kind and pleasant can go a long way in building great neighborly relations. We take a moment to reflect on the story of Abdullah ibn Salam. May Allah be pleased with him. He was a Jewish rabbi who later converted to Islam and became one of the companions. What neighborly impression did the Prophet ﷺ leave upon him? He mentions regarding his experience of encountering the Prophet of Allah ﷺ. When the Prophet arrived for the first time in Medina, I went with everyone to see him. When I saw him, 
I knew his face was that of a truthful man. The first words he said were, O people, feed the hungry, spread peace, maintain your kin relationships, and pray at night while others are asleep. With this, you shall enter heaven in peace. Our Prophet ﷺ left a positive legacy, always advocating peace and goodness in society. Such honorable perspectives are admired by all human beings. May we strive to develop personalities that are appreciated by our neighbors. Embodying the prophetic way of loving thy neighbor will make us beloved to Allah. Next, the Prophet ﷺ advocated sharing food and breaking bread with our neighbors. Anas bin Malik reported that the Prophet ﷺ said, he does not have faith in me who spends the night full while he knows that his neighbor to his side is hungry. He also advised one of his companions that whenever he cooked, to make more so he can share with his neighbors. Remember that on the day that we are cooking a special meal or having a barbecue with our family or friends, the smell reaches our neighbors. Making a small plate and sharing with them shows good neighborliness. It allows us to engage in positive conversations, building trust and understanding. The gesture alone will touch their heart. Next, we strive to help our neighbors during difficult times, for example, at times of illness. Good neighborliness is to keep an eye on the safety and well-being of our neighbors. And when we recognize that they are sick or in need, we do what we can to help. Offer to help them with their groceries when we are shopping for ourselves. Offer to get them their medication or simply visit them so they feel loved and cared for. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said, anybody who believes in Allah in the last day should serve his neighbor generously. If there are elderly living next door, be kind to them and assist them in your capacity and a great reward awaits you, inshaAllah. Also Prophet Muhammad, may peace and blessings be upon him, advised Muslims to give gifts because Gift giving has a positive effect on people and can help build lasting relationships. He said, Tahadu tahabu, give each other gifts and you will love each other. Stopping by a neighbor's house and delivering a gift can leave a lasting impression. Imagine them experiencing a positive gesture that has never happened to them before. Our festivals of Hajj and Eid al-Adha are around the corner. The Eids are a great time for us to be generous to our neighbors. It is an opportunity to share the beauty of our religion and our acts of worship. For example, during Eid celebrations, we can give our neighbors some sweets or a cooked meal along with a written explanation of what we are celebrating. Lastly, and perhaps most importantly, do not disturb or harm them. Being a good neighbor is emphasized as an act of righteousness. The opposite is true for being a bad neighbor. 
Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, was once said sternly, by Allah, he does not believe. By Allah, he does not believe. By Allah, he does not believe. He was asked, who is that, O Messenger of Allah? He responded, that person whose neighbor does not feel safe from his evil. For him to have equated disbelief with evil towards one's neighbor shows us the seriousness of the matter. We may think it's not a big deal, but our tradition tells us that it is. We must be aware and mindful of the impact of our actions. Blocking a driveway, leaving rubbish, damaging a neighbor's property, or creating discomfort and inconvenience has a serious impact on our faith and our standing with our Lord Almighty. Harm can also be done from an emotional point of view. Examples of emotional harm are being rude, argumentative, disrespectful, or abusive. We can also cause spiritual harm. The religion of Islam is beautiful. For someone to have a negative perception of faith in God because of our actions is a disservice to the essence of our tradition. We have no right to misrepresent Islam. While much more can be said on this topic, it is clear from the actions and sayings of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, treating neighbors with kindness is a crucial and essential element of our faith. In one narration, he said, Jibreel, Gabriel the angel, continued to recommend treating neighbors kindly and politely, so much so that I thought he would order me to make them my heirs. While they may not have a share in our inheritance, our neighbors certainly deserve that we treat them with love, care, and friendliness. The, the term used in the Quranic verse I recited is ihsan, love, kindness, and goodness towards parents, towards neighbors, towards the poor, towards the orphans, towards the needy, and towards the traveler. And what is the reward for ihsan? God Almighty tells us in Surah Thariyat, The righteous will be in gardens with flowing springs. They will receive their Lord's gifts because of the good that they did before. Receiving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gifts is the reward of being good in this worldly life. Exactly four years ago in this mosque, our dear teacher, Sheikh Abdul Hakim, in a lecture titled, Being Neighborly, he mentioned, Ad-Deenu Ma'amala, religion is interaction. From a hadith he shared, I learned that fasting all day and praying all night does not exonerate me from accountability if I am evil to my neighbor. I recommend everyone to re-listen to that lecture and see how well we have done in upholding good neighborliness, both in our communities and around the mosque. To conclude, we ask, what does it take to be a good neighbor? The answer is to follow in the footsteps of our beloved Prophet We must learn his seerah, his good neighborliness, his pleasant mannerisms, 
and the morals by which he lived his life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, indeed in the messenger of Allah you have an example, an excellent example for whoever has hope in Allah in the last day and remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often. Our Creator commands us to be good neighbors. May God Almighty allow us to fulfill the rights of our neighbors. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us pleasant personalities, kind speech, and beautiful smiles. May our Lord bless us with prophetic mannerisms and sincere souls. May our neighbors continue to experience the beauty of Islam through us. May we build positive, friendly, and caring neighborhoods and societies. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم.